0: Welcome to another episode of The Unique Radio's Manifest Monday Show. I'm your host, Mary Brotherton, and every Monday at 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time, we release a new episode to help you learn more about the power of manifesting. The more you listen, the more you'll learn. On the second Monday of each month, our sponsor, Jillian Harris, joins us. Visit her at theconsciouscougar.com and learn more about how she uses the power of color, energy, thought, emotions, and crystals to help her manifest and how she can help you learn how to manifest even better. Call 516-418-5651 on the 2nd and 4th Mondays at 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time when I am live with Jillian or possibly other guests. Be sure to follow The Unique Radio on Blog Talk Radio or your other favorite platforms so you don't miss a single one of our most popular podcasts. Now let's get to today's topic. Good morning, everybody. This is Mary. I'm here with Manifest Monday on July 11th, which is especially Good day for me. It's 7 seven eleven, And who can go wrong with that? Those are two magical numbers. And it looks like I've stalled just long enough. Uh, I was waiting for Jillian to get in because she was having some trouble joining the show. How are you out in California, I'm, my friend?
1: I'm good. It's a beautiful, sunny morning. But yes. I think the computer or whatever didn't recognize me because I'm, I'm not coming from where I'm normally coming from.
0: Well, you're always in a different place anyway. True, but... And physically and, and otherwise.
1: <laughs> exactly, but this one is all kinds of extra this morning.
0: Ooh. <gasps> can we talk about yeah, the extra? I'm, I'm
1: actually, yeah, I'm actually in the midst of a hike, and um and I just said, you know, I just have to do it, because I can't, like, let... Like, technology is supposed to make us, so I can do anything anywhere.
0: It's supposed to, yes.
1: Yeah. The only issue right now is I just came up a great big mountain. So I see a rock, (laughs) and I'm going to sit on it. Here it is. Well, yesterday,
0: because of my husband's (laughs) physical therapy after his surgery, uh, we have been climbing. We've been starting out walking. Now he decided he wants to climb. He's younger than I am, and he's more athletic than I am. Okay. So I'm taking this I'm taking this as a challenge to get my uh less youthful more sedentary body into shape. And yes. <laughs> the first day we took we we found a parking garage and we climbed eight flights of stairs and he oh climbed them word. like a champ. He climbed them like grandpa. And I was like, right. great. I love this. But I, I could go faster than him. So I'd wait till he got up a couple of, you know, he'd get up one flight and then I'd go the next. Right. So we skipped a day because he knew that I needed to rest. You know, you, you work out, then you rest and you work out some more. Well, yesterday was workout. And right. he said, I'm not telling you that you have to do this, but I'm going to take this, um, these eight flights twice. I said, well, so am I. Wow. And like a dummy. Wow. You know, I'm, I'm one of these people who can't turn down a, a challenge or a dare, unfortunately.
1: Right. Um, yeah.
0: So I decided to go up and he could hear me huffing and puffing at the right. stage four. <laughs> He yeah. said, um, I'm not going to tell you not to come up with me. He said, but it sounds like you, you might need to take a break. I said, tell you what, I'll go out into the actual garage and I'll walk because there's more fresh air out there. I'll walk out in the garage and I'll come back. Well, by the time I came back, he had already gone up to the eighth floor and had come down um, to where I was. So it it worked out time-wise perfectly. But I was able to walk on flat flat ground.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And when he came, ready, you know, he took a break and we went back up to the climate again he said now if this is too much for you don't don't push yourself I don't want you to get hurt go sit right. down somewhere I'm like are you right. kidding me you young whippersnapper you're not going to outdo me Well now I'm paying for it right. but it, it, yeah. it, it'll, it'll be worth it in the end because by the it's time, always worth it yes I told him yesterday yeah. I said how come getting fat and out of shape wasn't hard like getting fit and in shape is
1: Yeah, well, we are uh, signed up for the challenge, I think, and then um, this is part of what I want to talk about today, and I definitely um, want to contribute uh, a color and a familiar stone that we've talked about before to help with the effort and the intention of wellness and, and maximum fitness. So, you know, I was at the bank the other day. And um, a weird moment happened, kind of weird, but not really, but it was interesting, but kind of not really, but actually, yes. Okay, so there's a gentleman, and he was at the teller. I, really, I go to a small bank <laughs> where everybody knows everybody's name, you know, <laughs> even yeah. the customers somewhat. Like, so, like the bar, I, cheers. <laughs> yes, exactly, I swear. Are you there? Anyway, so.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: So I'm at the Malibu branch, which is even cozier, and there's a gentleman at the window next to me, and he's talking to the teller and explaining that, um, he 's you know overweight, and uh they wanted to know how his doctor um, visit had gone you know how how things are and so he was giving them an update um, and it had to do with the fact that he had um, gained so much body mass um, he was a hundred pounds overweight, and his heart had enlarged and um I forget what he told me about the symptoms on that. But he went to the doctor, he ended up being in the hospital for a couple of days, and now he's on a regimen um, to, you know, bring himself to health again. Um, But there was all this conversation um, all of a sudden about hearts, and then the teller that he was talking to um, is a woman who's, um, um, she's girthy as well, you know, but you can see that she works out like it's a muscular girthy and, and you can tell that she's trying to also um, decrease her BMI within those muscles. But so then she said, yeah, I um, was weightlifting. Cause you know, I'm trying to, you know, pull it together and everything. I'm like, right, you go girl. And she said, but I ended up um, um, creating a high blood pressure situation as a result of, I guess, only weightlifting and she wasn't doing any cardio. And maybe it's different for everybody, but I'd kind of heard that before that, you know, with weightlifting, you increase your blood pressure, with cardio, you decrease it. And so I don't know, that's something to look at. But anyway, so now then all of a sudden she's on blood pressure medication. So then I, the gentleman was gone. And so I said, okay, well, I didn't want to add to the story while he was here and we have a great big old rap session, you know, at the bank. But oh, to the MG, I was having these heart palpitations. And um, and so that led me, because I would take my pulse when this would happen, and it felt like it was an irregular heartbeat, right? So now right. I start looking into to this and stuff, and um, I'm, you know, YouTubing and I'm Googling and, and everything. And one of the things I'm seeing, you know, I am overweight, and so uh, I see this one article about um, how some patients with heart palpitations are um assisted greatly like the palpitations are reduced with increased cardio and so i'm like oh okay and so i start doing that and i definitely notice that i'm not having them anymore Um, and then when i would take days off you know uh, just give me like three or four days off and then they start to kind of sort of come back again so i i also then was noticing commercials about palpitations, which is weird. I don't know if this has anything to do with, mm, it's just odd that after um, the COVID um, 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 pandemic um, or, you know, in the midst of it, that now we're seeing this out here in California anyway. There's a, a public service announcement. It feels like a public service announcement, but it's actually sponsored by Pfizer. And, um, and it's like, if you have heart palpitations, yeah, and um, and if you're feeling shortness of breath, and if you're feeling this, that, that, and the other thing, and I wasn't feeling any of those other things except for the occasional palpitations, they're saying this could lead to stroke or heart attack. So I'm like, okay, that's kind of spooky, you know? So I text my regular doctor, and I'm like, yo, irregular heartbeat, what do you think? Um, He's like, you need to get a monitor. So he gives me uh, the number to um, a cardiologist, and I make an appointment, which I ditch a couple times. And then I show up, and then I don't show up for the stress test because I think I'm going to die on the stress test. (laughs) Have you ever taken a stress test? No, but my life is an ongoing stress test. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but wait. Have you ever seen anybody do one? Like, oh, my God, you're on a treadmill, okay? And and yeah. they want to get your heartbeat up to a certain place, and then they're going to be basically, you know, looking to see how your heart is functioning while it's at that place. And the longer you can do it, the more information that they can get and data and whatnot. And, exactly. um, you know, one out of a Is it one out of a thousand? I forget what the number is, but I'm sitting there and reading the wall uh, when I finally did go for it, when I braved up and and went. And I wore a t-shirt. I have to show you. It says, sorry I'm late. I didn't want (laughs) to (laughs) come.
0: I Uh, need to get me one of those for my colonoscopy. (laughs)
1: Totally. Exactly. So anyway, um, um, I do it. But, you know, I'd done it before. But this time, I just felt uh, so much more out of shape. And that's one of the things I wanted to touch on. And I have not had an opportunity to uh, really um, research this to uh, bring forth anything um, of value yet. Maybe you've got something, uh, but I'll definitely research it and bring it forth in the future and covering this um, on um, theconsciouscougar.com, um, as well as on Instagram. Follow me as I am um, going to allow the following of as I do this um, on Instagram at theconsciouscougar. Um, but so there is definitely something that happens to our energy level when we reach a certain age, Um and and maybe it's not exactly maybe I'm not saying it right. But no, there no, seems you're to be a it
0: perfectly fine. But I'll tell you how Curtis says it: his fifty-year <laughs> warranty think? has run out.
1: Oh, damn!
0: <laughs> you know, it, yeah, it, yeah. There is there is something to be said about that. Um, yeah, I, I think our bodies just finally let out a big gigantic sigh and yeah. say okay I'm done I I, I I'm, I'm tired of running around like a crazy person and I'm not going to have to do that anymore I'm just gonna chill out for the rest of my life and I'm it, it's wondering a, I
1: think though it's, I think if it's that is thing. part of a I think it's part of a pendulum swing depending on where the ball was dropped from, so to speak, you know? So if you were more highly Uh, active physically to begin with, then it's not going to feel that way. Whereas I was, uh, or assault, I felt, my perception was that I was imprisoned by my occupation, by a desk job, by, you know, what I call sitting disease. And so, you know, that, like, what happens, muscle deteriorates. I mean, you know, your, your muscles go away and, and atrophy-ish. And um, your stamina depletes. And so now then you combine that with what's naturally happening as we age, and, boy, you stand up to do something, like, go for a hike up the mountain and it becomes a big deal all of a sudden. Whereas, you know, you remember just a few years ago, it was not a big deal. It was kind of exhilarating. It is.
0: And and it's like you you turn a light switch and realize you have the power all along.
1: Yes, you did. But here's the thing. It's so much harder now. I think this is the part why so many folks – Get so flabby so quick after fifty. To fight it by any means necessary. That's why I always say that on my conscious stuff. Yeah, show. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes.
1: You know, to to fight that by any means necessary to fight the the um, um, apathy about it. Like you know, this you is could, the way it's supposed to be. This is just because most folks are are you know flabby at this this age. You want to know weird. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I weird, but not weird, as you say, strange, but not so strange all of my life. Now I was born, um, typical weight child, six and a half, seven pounds. I don't know. I wasn't one of the big ones in my family. I was in right. the, I was skinny. My father called me weasel and,
1: okay. um,
0: I guess because I slipped out of his hands and fell on my head once or twice too many times. I'm not sure. Uh, there's no family documentation on that. I can promise you, but I know that (laughs) I, I know that, um, there was always a joke in my house that the reason my sister right immediately below me was so skinny was because I knocked her out of the way to eat all of her food. I grew up a chubby child I also grew up yep. a bookworm. I was always okay. reading or writing. There's that sitting disease. But yes. I mean I I'd go outside and I'd run and play and ride my bike like all the other kids. Um right. and it was like every calorie that they burned fell on my body. Right. And, you know, I, I was I was doing the same things they were doing, but I got fatter. And Right. For most of my adult life, I spent, I don't know how much time and energy, meal planning, exercising, aerobics, whatever the fad was at the time, I did it. Richard Simmons, Julia, whatever her name is, you know, uh, (laughs) whatever, you know, this girl, that girl, the one in the pretty tights, the one in the leg warmers. I did it all. Ride my bike, walk. my my ex-husband said, well, you don't need to exercise, just go clean the yard, you know, go go cut the grass, go trim the trees, go dust, vacuum. And so for years, I I would, munching on carrot sticks and celery sticks, I was starving myself trying to be his ideal of beauty. Right. And and then I got a divorce, and I said – few very pretty Sunday school words about my life and said, you know what? I don't have to live for anybody anymore. I just have to live for me. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And I started,
0: I started dancing on a regular basis and the weight started yeah. falling off. Right. And, and then I I got married to a man who did not see my body. He saw me. Right. And he didn't care about my body. He which in right. a way was sad too because then i had nothing, no out i had no external barometer but, but in a so, way that see, was good. So, too.
1: Yeah, because but see cuz that's what i was going to say. It never ever ever needs to be about somebody outside of us, you know.
0: Exactly. And but it i thought really I thought always for a while, it always i thought for a while that it had to be about somebody else because i had sisters yeah. who told me that it was about them.
1: Aww. Oh, I'm so the way, sorry. The way That's
0: I terrible. Was a, the way I looked was a direct reflection on my sister, my older sister.
1: But wow. um,
0: and she does listen to this show sometimes. Jane, I I adore you in so many ways, and and I love you. And um, sometimes I don't like you very much. <laughs> but I do love you. <laughs> oh <laughs> but she my knows God. that. And she would right. say this is something only a sister could say. But my yeah. my point is at some point in time and it did come after the lockdown yeah. there was this this revelation that you know what I am good enough exactly as I am. I don't yeah. have right. to conform to anybody's standard.
1: Right. However,
0: there was this caveat that came around the same time. I was actually uh, doing something very mundane, as most brilliance pops in during the mundane, when right. I rem- remembered the, the saying that you are a vessel for God's spirit. You're okay. a vessel for the Holy Spirit. And I okay. I'd always heard that, but I thought nothing of it. Thought nothing okay. of it at all. And then yeah. all of a sudden it hit me holy snacks you know <laughs> i i am i am carrying god the universe lives within me right you know source spirit god universe bob and todd everything everybody
1: limitlessness
0: yeah i i felt yeah. that limitlessness and i yeah. thought Oh, my God, I need to start taking care of this body better because I still have a lot to do. And it doesn't matter if I live one day or a thousand more years in this body. I need to do it mindfully so that the body and spirit can enjoy the experience together instead of thinking of them as separate
1: entities, as I've done for As long as my husband's
0: been alive, at least.
1: (laughs) Right. Well, I I hear you, and I applaud you on on that. Um, For me, I want to be even more conscious about it, realizing that that, uh, enjoyment can be picture perfect. Like, uh, I don't want to enjoy it from... A wheelchair, or from uh, exactly. a retirement home. I can, I can, you know, mesh and enjoy whatever my predicament is. But that's not the predicament that I want. And so, I actually want. Do you know Ernestine Shepherd? Have you ever seen a photo of her?
0: Yes, my this God, my God. This woman is
1: my body idol. What?
0: Yes. Oh my God.
1: Yes. Okay. And Something I say so to those inspiring. out there listening. Yes, those who are listening who don't know who Ernestine Shepard is, um, when you Google her, the photos that you will see of this perfectly toned, muscular, but not feminine, but just so fit woman, those photos, she's in her 80s, okay? Okay? Okay. And <laughs> she started lifting weights when she was 57 with her sister. And um, they made a, a pact together, but I think she was, like, slacking. And then something happened with her sister, and her sister passed away. And so in a commitment to her sister, she picked up and did not let go and started doing even – um, um, what do you call it when you, like, are on stage showing your muscles?
0: Bodybuilding.
1: Yeah. Bodybuilding um, yes, <laughs> competitively um, it, yeah exactly yeah I, and well, so have, she has they, this uh, they
0: have um they have different levels and i don't know which one yes. you're thinking of specifically but right like but you know when you stand, bikini, you stand there in a
1: bikini you stand there in a bikini and you make muscles all over your body and you show people yes. and you take different poses and you go like and that it's, and make it's not muscles. just
0: okay. a bikini <laughs> it's like a um bay watch type bikini it's Totally. Oh, yes. Yes, and she's
1: eighty-something, and then she goes up there and does like you know. Whatever,
0: eighty-six.
1: I don't know where she is now, but she's still active. She still teaches classes. She's still, you know, um, you can ask her to give me twenty push-ups, and she'll give you fifty, like you know. So, so when I know that, you know, and when somebody. Passes me up this mountain while I'm sitting on this rock, grateful to God for rocks, okay, with smooth enough surfaces for me to sit on. Yeah, um, and they're way older than me. I'm just like, damn, really. <laughs> but yes, and they're inspiration, and we can have it just like that. So my goal is is Ernestine Shepard. That's what I want to be when I grow up. You know
0: what I remember by any about means her- necessary. One of the things that I remember about Ernestine Shepard is her captivating smile. She is yeah. so joy-filled. She seems yeah. so happy to be where she yeah. is.
1: Oh, yeah. You should hear her speak. She speaks about it. It's just, um, it's it's pretty fulfilling. It's pretty, you can't help but go, okay, enough of this, you know, <laughs> Um procrastination and whatnot (laughs) you just gotta get up make it happen by any means necessary just do it just one foot in front of the other and one of the things that um i i have to use tools sometimes because i've watched myself plan on doing this hike for months day after day after day tomorrow morning is going to be it tomorrow morning is going to be it this morning is going to be it. And then finding things that, oh, damn, it's 11 a.m. I missed my opportunity, you know. Um, so, yeah. So uh, one of the tools that I use is a, a nighttime thing where as I'm falling asleep, and I think we've talked about this. Um, it's a manifestation tool. But as you're relaxing and going to sleep, and really not thinking about sleep, but knowing that's your intention as you lay there, um, you're getting a picture. I'm going to speak present tense in my for me. I'm getting a picture of me the next morning in it, like I'm doing it, like the morning has arrived, and <clears throat> and I am in my tennis shoes. I'm in my um, you know leggings and and my t-shirt and whatnot, and I'm on the mountain <clears throat> i am where i actually I physically it. am yeah and i can now make my way up this mountain you know it's actually it's just the steepest all get out street and there are houses next to me so i'm not like in the wilderness wilderness you know because at this point in my uh, physical fitness if there were a mountain lion or something it would win without question
0: <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs>
1: yeah. And it's rattlesnake season, so I do inclines. I'll go to a neighborhood like this one right here with the steepest freaking incline. And and sometimes I'll scout them um, on a map, uh, my Google map, and see where there's stuff to sit on. I am literally sitting on a rock, but I planned this. So, (laughs) yeah, but so anyway, just to... Yeah, persevere. And to to move mountains, just keep like I see a rock, moving the rock up the mountain by any means necessary. And that by any means necessary, I just want to say it over and over. So um, seeing that in my head, seeing me do it, I'm in it. And somehow, somehow, at some point, while I'm picturing this, I pass out and I'm asleep. And by letting myself go to sleep like that, my subconscious takes over, makes it easier. So in the morning to just get up and just do it. So it's not been a surprise for me in the last few weeks that I've been able to, you know, I find myself actually out here doing it, doing the things and more than I thought that I was going to do based on what I did the night before.
0: I'm going to practice that because that's not how I've done it. And the way that I do it is successful as long as I do it correctly, because right. I always, I, I always on days that I have a manifest show, I always set a cl- an alarm on my phone for
1: 15 okay. minutes
0: before the show, just in case I get busy and I get distracted. Okay. And some days when I go to bed, like really tired, like I was yesterday after climbing 16 flights of stairs, I right. um, you know, I I don't know what my body's going to do the next morning if I leave it to its own. <laughs> um what whatever you call it means so I, right. I tell myself you know i'm going to wake up before the clock goes off right well big big mistake in doing that
1: <laughs> that is
0: really generic
1: so here's oh, man. times i woke
0: up last night
1: oh no every hour on
0: the hour my body goes is it time yet is it time yet are we ready to go
1: because oh I wake God. up
0: with this wide awake alertness. And then right. I have to go talk myself back down to sleep. Right. So I'm going to put a time on my, my. usually yes. what I do, you know, if I set my alarm for, uh, you know, let's just say I set it for nine o'clock so that I don't oversleep. And right. I tell myself I, I want to wake up no later than 830. Which, I mean, right. if I... By 8.30 in the morning, you've already climbed half a mountain. But I tell myself whatever time I want, a half an hour early, and I'll wake up usually between, you know, 30 minutes and 31 minutes before the hour, exactly when I need to. Right. But if I don't give it a specific time. My body just goes into a hyperactive, energize, energized bunny mode. Like, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Can we go? I'm ready. Right. I'm ready.
1: And, and then course, oh, my what, God.
0: What is so funny is I don't feel the least bit deprived. Because in between that hour of, yeah, let's hit it, I am sleeping like a baby. I right. never have problems sleeping. Right. I don't no, have either. I feel so bad for those people who say I don't get enough sleep in the night. I'm like, yeah, well, who does that?
1: <laughs> I know. I could sleep on a rock. I tell you, it's terrible.
0: <laughs> so, how high is this mountain you're climbing?
1: So, I know it's the we...
0: Jamma of mountains.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, it's Victory Boulevard. Uh, if anybody knows West Hills. <laughs> And it is west of Valley Circle, and it just goes straight up um, so intensely that every block, I don't know how high it is. I can look at my map. (laughs) When I get home, I'll take a look and see what the elevation is, what the difference is between the bottom of the street and the top. But it's very intense, and it's about a mile of that behavior. (laughs) Okay. And I just did some more because uh, the house I was next to, their gardener was coming for me with his lawn edger thing, and it was not good acoustics. So oh, I had to move, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that happened. So a little huff and puff because I went uphill just a little bit more. <laughs>
0: Don't you love yeah. it? Now, you've been oh, sitting down, is, is the fact that you've been sitting and talking with me going to interfere with your momentum that you had set for the day?
1: No, what's really or, cool is I had started about uh, 20 minutes prior. So I'm up here, you know, and I still got to make my way around and down again. So that's one of the things I like about walking versus dancing versus, you know, a lot of other kinds of exercise because you've got to get back to somewhere. Or, I mean, you could call, you know, Lyft or Uber, but <laughs> but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I've thought about it. <laughs> hmm. Hey, dude!
0: I'm up on here on this mountain. You gotta come fetch
1: me. <laughs> come get me, exactly. Oh my God! But so listen, I'm not now, looking you know at the clock. So it's up to you. What? You know,
0: what you need to do is um, set up Bartholomew like Kit. The night rider.
1: Yes. So yes.
0: Talk into your watch and say, All right, come pick me up, Bartholomew. I'm exactly. ready.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Bart, come get me, bunny. Yes. Exactly. But I just want to say to you that I can't watch a clock, so you have to tell me when we're time's up. But I didn't do the yes. um stones and the color for this. Yes. Yet. Yes. Um so Carnelian, we've talked about it before. It's my go to stone for energy I love that for stone. um. Yeah, invigoration for, you know, coming from your second chakra and um, physical fitness and stuff its right there uh, to help you in that way and and to help me. And I've got a little piece of pranelian in my left bra. Is that too much information? No, no, no. That's that's where I put it. I actually
0: have a little pouch that I wear sometimes if I want to wear one of my more scratchy stones, and it's called um, crystals in my bra. And it's just a little, oh. I don't know, kind of a velvety pouch that you tie to your bra yeah. strap.
1: And you oh, stick wow. it wherever you want. Right. And, That's and so it
0: beautiful. Protects you cause the, 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 my biggest worry is that by the end of the day, I will forget that I had put a stone in my bra. And so when I, oh, I, at the end of day, the I rip everything off, it falls to the floor yeah. and cracks.
1: That's, that you, ha- oh, uh, nothing breaks, but, yeah, things fall to the floor all the
0: time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure you already know that if you have a crystal and it breaks, that's actually a good sign.
1: That that's you know there are two schools of thought on that, and I'm glad you went that direction because that's where I am.
0: Oh yeah, I'm I'm to the part of because when I first dropped stones out of my bra, <laughs> it sounds so right. weird <laughs> dropping stones out of my bra. You know I I would uh, I'd sit there and go oh. <gasps> Oh my God, I broke it. Where should Where's the crazy right. glue? You know, I glue it back together. But it all, that always seems sacrilegious to me. So then I right. say, oh, well, I've got two stones now. They're both going to cut right. me to death on one edge, but I've got two of them. And then I learned yeah, that yeah. the, the P, and what was happening for me a lot of times was I, the stone would break, either slap in two in the middle. Or it would break and like splinter off, and you could never find the pieces till you stepped on them. But
1: right, that,
0: that is a sign that,
1: <laughs> that the stone has
0: served its purpose for you for now.
1: Right. So oh. move well, on. To I don't stone. believe that it means that that stone is um, so damaged that we should get rid of it. That's um, another no, no. school of thought. That no, when you break you know a stone, you crack it or something. Yeah.
0: I take the splintered little tiny pieces. I have a, a yeah. small mouth glass bottle. And I put oh, the broken pieces in there. So it's like a little crystal mosaic type thing.
1: That's They're beautiful. They're serving me
0: a but purpose. Yeah. yeah.
1: Also, we just got to be logical about this. I mean, some of these myths and things are just kind of crazy. I mean, how do we get these stones and crystals from the caves and mountains where we get them from in the first place? We crack, crack them right. and break them, you know? Them. So. Yeah. They were just fine when we cracked it and broke it the first 200 times to make the small enough piece to sell you at the store for $20. So so hey. what if we crack it, broke it again, and now it's half that, or a quarter of that, or whatever, or three quarters? I, I, have,
0: a, I have a piece of jasper that I would say is a two-fisted size. It's, it's, wow. It's, sculpted, it's, it's beautiful. It's a red and brown jasper, and it's been sculpted and shaped right. so that... It, fits your fingers you can hold it it's got a point so you could hold it like a weapon if you thought about it now that i'm looking right. at it differently but <laughs> it, it probably weighs two to three pounds it's a beautiful oh my beautiful chunk of jasper
1: right but
0: um i don't remember where i was going my story. I'm sorry. Um, i think we were
1: talking about when they break them and you know when we break them and so to me when a stone does get broken oh, or cracked I or whatever
0: I, I, yeah
1: at most, I, I like to place my hand over that place where it's fractured and you know acknowledge um spirit energy you know, life force energy um, coming in through my, like, head channel, um, filling up my body and coming out my hand into that stone. And this is basically some Reiki action, I'm telling you, in case you don't know Reiki. And to heal that stone and consciously saying, you know, oh, my gosh, I hope you're okay. You know, (laughs) I'm sorry if that hurt, but you are still so powerful, and thank you, you know, to that uh, stone or those stones now. And, you know, and then I've shared them before. I've been like, okay, I'm going to give this piece to Kathy, my friend, you know, and, and I'll keep this piece or whatever. So right. it's, yeah, it can still be a continued blessing and the um, the stoner crystal can still serve you. So that's the carnelian that um, is helping. And then, of course, the colors of the reds and the oranges Um, and some yellow, too, but really the reds and the oranges for um, in terms of um, assisting you in getting your athletic limitlessness up and, you know, expressed. (laughs) That would be the colors to go for.
0: Interesting because before my husband's surgery –
1: I uh-huh. asked him
0: to come to my window. I, I keep all of my stones on a windowsill, so they're always um receiving sunlight and moonlight if necessary. And then I, you know, I right. go and play and touch them and we talk to each other. But um I had him come and look at my stones. I said, "I want you to pick out a couple that are calling to you." And right. he went he went straight toward the brown and reds. Yeah, I thought he was going to go grab. I thought he was going to go grab an, um, you know, a, an amethyst because that's his birthstone. But nope, he right. steered away from that. Right. I was right. very. I was very pleased that he picked the stone. Yeah, he and did. It, it
1: wasn't that he steered away from it so much, but I think his whole being was calling on what he needed in that yeah. moment, which was those colors. Yeah.
0: And and he, awesome. he really he really enjoyed being asked or invited i guess you could say to do that right it yeah. made him very also, happy
1: to me the other part of making this happen that is so exciting in terms of like handcrafting it shape shifting consciously what it is that i want to happen um you know oh let me just finish like i left you left you hanging about my heart <laughs> palpitations
0: oh yes we, we still have about 10 15 minutes <laughs>
1: Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, but so well, I won't drag it out. But let me just get it out right now. Um, what ended up happening with that? Uh, so I, I think I think I read something like one out of a thousand people pass out on the freaking treadmill <laughs> <No> <laughs> when they're way. doing the stress test. Yeah, something like that's like one out of a thousand or something and then a little bit bigger of a number uh, actually die on the damn thing. So I'm like, oh my good Lord, have mercy. Am I going to be one of those people today? Because I just felt so out of shape and I, I, I thought they needed your heart rate to get to like 140. But so I had this really cool um, technician and she was like, don't worry about what heart rate it is. We just want you to do as much as you can for as long as you Comfortably can and so, you know, there was that and but what I noticed was how much Weaker I was this time last time I did a stress test um, They were trying to get my heart rate up and they do this thing where they gradually they start use the treadmill is going slow and um, and it's on a slight incline and they gradually increase the incline uh, percentage and they kept doing it and increasing it. And I kept going, okay, breathe deeper and slower, um, you know, to control my heart rate because I was so fit at that time. And, um, and they were like, I can't get her heart rate up. Uh, I'm like, Oh, you want my heart rate to go up. They're like, yeah. like, Oh, okay. Watch this. All I had to do was start jogging for a minute and there it went. So, um, and I was tell me what you want and I'll
0: give it to you.
1: (laughs) exactly I thought you were trying to see how fit I I am and everything so I was impressed with that but this time I did not have that control I didn't have that I was like giving it all I've got from the moment I stepped on the damn thing and um, (laughs) so uh, I think my heart rate only got to like 135 or something Um, but apparently um, there's a percentage of you know um, so long as I get to 80% of something, and I got to 83%. So they got enough data, is all I'm trying to say. And then I come out of the stress test, and they put on uh, a monitor. So I'm going to wear this monitor for 24 hours. Now, my palpitations thing, oh my God, the guy is following me again. They keep making me want. Okay, maybe I go downhill this time. Anyway, (laughs) so um, I put the you know, you take your car in cause it made a noise and then you to yeah. the mechanic and it doesn't make the noise anymore. Yes. I and do. you're like, no, seriously, I did. I'm telling you it happened. Well, I was worried that was going to happen, but it just so happened that this was a day. My heart was like, yeah, no, I'm going to flutter, flutter for you. So, <laughs> so I, um, I went through the day and I guess, you know, with that workout on the <laughs> treadmill, which damn near killed me. Um, It was doing things, so I was really grateful for 24 hours that, you know, here and there it would do its thing. But so now, I take it back, and I have uh, an appointment with the doctor, and he's like, that's called um, hiccups. (laughs) He goes, you're not having palpitations. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) He goes, it's totally normal. It happens to all of us, different degrees to each of us. But and your you've heart never had hiccup
0: before?
1: <laughs> I've had hiccups. I never had my heart have hiccups. What the actual <laughs> heck is that about? So, <laughs> so he gives me a description, you know, of what's happening mechanically, which I could not describe to you right now. But it did bring me a lot of peace <laughs> of mind, you know, to know that it was just a hiccup. And he goes, there is medication. If it becomes something where it just really bothers you, Um, you know, you let me know. And sometimes I do think that I'm like, oh, my God, I don't feel like moving right now because it's just like hiccuping. But it's been a lot better now, and I'm just not letting myself um, get out of fitness again because that's what keeps it under control. No hiccups. Wow. Yeah, that's my story.
0: Well, you know I'm what? glad I, you,
1: I braved that. Yeah,
0: you did. You did good. You got through right yeah. in the nick of time. We got about sixty seconds to go. Awesome. So I, I want to tell everybody to make sure they check out theconsciouscougar dot com.
1: Yes. And learn
0: more about the the amazing things that you do with your life and and how to manifest the life you want. Because that's what in you're In any doing. area.
1: Yes, anything.
0: And if you don't know how, reach out to me through BeUnique.org or reach out to Jillian through TheConsciousCougar.com and uh, we can probably help steer you in the right direction. And now that Absolutely. we uh, talked about Ernestine Shepard, I think we're, it's yeah. going to be a competition to see if the old lady gets it or if the younger cougar gets it. We'll see who gets to uh, Yeah. I, I think you'll exactly. probably be in shape before I will, but but round is a
1: shape too. So it, there you go. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. Love you, girlfriend, and love everybody out there. Talk to you next time.
0: Yeah. Bye everybody. Thank you for listening today. Remember to come back every Monday at 11 a.m. for another Manifest lesson. The second and fourth Mondays I am live and my guests always have something interesting to share. Be sure to follow Be Unique Radio on Blog Talk Radio or your favorite platform and check out all our other Manifest Monday shows. If you have questions, want me to guide you on your Manifest journey or would like a transcript of this show, just reach out to me through BeUnique.org or Email me at manifestmondayshow at gmail.com. Until then, stay present, stay positive, and always remain grateful. I'm your host, Mary Brotherton. Thank you for joining us today.